Hello, my lovely people. It's your lovely host, Nyla Marcasia, and we're back. This time I brought some friends along. Mr. and Mrs. Henry and Kiara Harris. Y'all, I met Kiara um, my freshman year of college, and literally, I can tell y'all that their friendship started off of a simple compliment. Um, I'll tell y'all the story later, but it literally started off with that compliment and then instantly, you know, we somehow just started hanging out and then she just became my good sis. Um, so ever since then, we've been like sisters, um, literally love her so much, literally, um, enjoy seeing her do, um, what the Lord is calling her to do. And not only is she doing it, but she gets to do it alongside her husband, um, and so when I thought about them, I literally thought of two words, which was kingdom and calling, um, because literally everything that I've seen them do, everything that I watched them do, um, even from afar and up close, literally they're walking in their calling and they're bringing glory to the kingdom of God. Um, and so what other way to literally describe what it is that they're doing in their life? Then Kingdom Calling. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. Hey, y'all. Lala. What's up, Lala? Yes, look at y'all. How are you, friend? I am great. How about y'all? Y'all look so much Don't you, Lala. You better not. Please don't say that tonight. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. How are we are excited to be on here with my friend. Yes, Lori. Lori. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for saying yes. Yeah. Girl. Of course. I was like, I can't wait. I know y'all have to get some gems, so I can't wait. Oh, it's you, though. It's, again, you're setting up the, the platform for this. So, girl, so proud of you. I can thank the Lord for it. This by his grace. Lori. <laughs> Lori, how are you, though? You doing okay? Yes, I am doing great. You know, Segment one day at a time. Right, as you should. That's all you can do. Yep. That's what I'm saying. No pressure. I do not want to hold y'all long. We're gonna jump right into it. So exciting, so exciting. Um, so I want to start by asking a little bit of your individual stories and like how you got to where you are right now. So um essentially uh, I grew up Christian home. Uh parents were heavily involved in church, like literally. Um I just saw church my entire life. And so just being honest, like, obviously that can play, it can be positive and it can be negative, um, depending on, you know, what you take heed to and what you really grasp on your journey, you know, on your own journey. So um, I would just say it really was a process of me learning to really love God for myself and my why. Like, why do you really love God? Why do you want this relationship with God? Because everybody was telling me why, but like, personally, I hadn't really experienced that. And so high school started just kind of dealing with or dibbling and dabbling, I would say, with attempting to fit in, attempting to do my own thing, attempting to um, settle, I would say, in regard to what God really had for me. And um, I going back, I had an encounter with God in middle school and like changed my life in regard to just wanting to do worship and things like that. But it still was hard, obviously, because worship is a lifestyle. It's not just what you sing. And so a lot of times I was faced with everything that I would sing about day to day you get what I'm saying so like I would sing about something on Sunday and then Monday through Friday here it was do you really believe God to be a Hitler do you really find him to be your resting place like I had to actually encounter you know the truths of what I was singing about 
So I would just say throughout that journey, like God really just wrecked my life and really helped me to realize that like it's okay to be different. It's okay to really be set apart. And it doesn't always feel good. That's the lie that, you know, people tell you in church like, oh, it's amazing. You be on the mountaintop knowing who you are in Christ. It don't always feel that way. Like, <laughs> I'll be real about that. You know, at the same time, like I really have just seen God show himself mighty and strong. And that's enough for me to be like, you know what? I'm going to choose you every time because I know what it's like to, you know, battle in your mind with certain things, but to experience the peace of God. Yeah. So it doesn't always feel good to have peace. That's something like you can never imagine. And so I'll choose God any day for the sake right. of peace and sanity. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so that's pretty much it. Like went to college, you know, we went, that's how we met. Glory. <laughs> yeah, that's how I met my birthday, y'all. Yeah, right now for a specific reason. And that was to get friends and that's it. Yes. <laughs> Listen. Yes, me and my girl. That's how that's how we started rocking it out. Like God really just did some amazing things in college, came back home. Well, really, I had met him before I came to college. So there was that. <laughs> so we were working on this dating thing while I was in college, but God in the midst of all of that was just making it very, very clear that we were meant to be together. And long story short, we are here now, almost on year two. So we're great. Yes. yes. Come on, Henry. You ready for me? <laughs> so um, I actually grew up in church as well. Like, you know, mom and dad was saved. Mom and dad was married and they kind of just kept us in church. So that's the, that's the way they raised us. But um, aside from going to church every Sunday, you know, and being kind of involved in uh, the youth ministry and stuff like that at my initial church, I didn't really have a relationship with God like I thought I did. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't until I got older and, you know, got more into the word and things like that, that I realized that I really didn't have a relationship with God. Like I knew what it, what it looked like or what it felt like to, mm-hmm. you know, go to church and, and sing the songs and do the dances and things like that. But I really did not have a solid uh, relationship with God, you mm-hmm. know, and my parents did a really great job of like teaching me the word and like drilling the word into my head so that I had that foundation, mm-hmm. but I didn't have that personal relationship. So um, as time went on, uh, I was basically going to church just to go. And then I was doing what I wanted to do during the week, you know, clubbing, drinking, all of uh, the whole nine, all of that just became a lifestyle for me. And it would be, you know, I did that on Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday I got off of church and that became like the norm until, you know, um, I remember having a conversation with my dad. I may have been, I don't even know how old I was, but I was coming into, you know, adulthood. And I remember having a conversation with my dad and, you know, he started to talk about the gifts and things like that, that I had. But he, uh, I remember him saying, those gifts will mean nothing if you don't, you know, use them to serve God. Uh And so he was like, you know, at this point in life, you know, the way that God, the way that God is taking you, you have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And the choice is going to be either you're going to live for God or you're going to live for the world. And it's not about, you know, what you do more than it is about, you know, your true relationship with God. It's not about the, the choices that you make more than it is about your heart for God. And if you have the right heart for God, then your choices will line up with, you know, that mm-hmm. that idea. Mm-hmm. And so from that point, I, I really began to think about, you know, what does it look like? Like, how far away am I from God in reality? You know, so what does it look like to really live for God? And I started to, you know, have encounters with God. I started to talk to him more. I started to choose him more. And from there, he began to turn my life around. And so from from those choices, I 
got uh I got more connected in church seriously. I got I began I gained a stronger relationship with God. I met my wife, you know what I'm saying? She was my wife at the time, of course. <laughs> I met my wife and you know he just he just really began to like change my change my world. Like it, it just looked completely different. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm at now. I don't know if I gave enough detail, but <laughs> <laughs> that's so good, y'all. That's totally good. Yeah. And I was hearing both of y'all stories. So I'm like like along the way, they were totally different. But the fact that God brought you both together is just like, Lord Jesus, if that wasn't him, who was right, it? Right. Who was it? No, seriously. <laughs> like it literally proves too, like that God's ways are really higher than ours. Yes. <laughs> had you know, we had it our way. You know, I'm being real. <laughs> like we we might have been with you know on a marriage level, we might have been on a relationship level, we might have been with two different people mm-hmm. based upon what we thought was best for us. So right. we might have been doing two different professions based upon what we thought for our own selves, but really just allowing God to take the wheel really shows like his plans are really what they are and they're perfect, yeah. you know. So it might not make sense to us, but it makes perfect sense to him. So this was a question I had down the line, but because Henry spoke on it, um, I would ask, as a young adult, how do you stay committed to the kingdom when culture says different? Mm. You answer that? Oh, my. (laughs) How do you stay committed? Mm -hmm. I would say just like any other commitment, you know, whether it be relationally to, you know, a human or whatever the case may be, like, Figure out your, again, I I said this already, but I really feel like for me, it was my why. Like I had to, you know, before you invest in something, you don't ask enough questions, you might be getting yourself in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or vice versa. You might die fully into something and it work out, but why not be that person that says, you know what, like, let me really figure out what I'm investing in. You might not know it all. I'm not saying you need to sit there and, you know, make make the truth out of God because he is who he is. But what I am saying is if you're that person that's skeptical and you're like, well, I mean, I do feel like to a certain degree, like some stuff in the world makes sense. Like, da 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 da. Why do you feel like that makes sense? And, and and vice versa. Like, why not serve God? Like, what does the Bible say your outcome will be if you stay committed to him? Yeah. As opposed to what you are seeing, being committed to the world. Like, you know, I know personally when I was committed to my, you know, to, again, trying to fit in and trying to do what everybody else was doing. I was going home not knowing who I was every single day after school, like literally in an identity crisis. Some days feeling like literally feeling like suicidal, you know, mm-hmm. and just that's just being honest. Like, it, it, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't, and I, I keep using the word peace, but that's really what I can genuinely say about my relationship with God is like, it really made all things, it brought all things together. Like it literally, my life started to make way more sense because of my walk with God. And so I would just say, how do you stay committed? Like you've got to, as a believer, if you already believe it, you know, you really have to build yourself, build yourself up in the word. Like what does your day-to-day life look like in regard to you studying your word, you praying and things like that? You try to figure out why you don't really know much about God, but do you actually study? Do you actually figure out like who he is? Why? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I say I like to say, figure out your why. Why are you doing it? And hone in on that for real. That's good. That's good. Just to add a little tag to the end, from a natural standpoint, it really looks like making a choice every day, like yeah. waking up in the morning and saying, I'm choosing to live for God today. And then yeah. lining everything you do up with what that looks like or what the yeah. word says that looks like, like she said. So it's, it's a daily choice from a natural standpoint. That's so good. That's so good. So we know you to be in the worship ministry. Mm-hmm. So at what point in your life did you feel like God was like, you know, this is where I want you 
Mm. I'm sorry, that was the end of my question. It sounded like I had more to say. <laughs> it, did, it did sound like you had a little bit more in there. I did, but I was like, I'm going to cut it there. <laughs> so you said, when did, God, when did God let me know that worship was what he wanted for me? Yes. Like, when was that revealed to you? Uh, um, I mean, literally, it was when I couldn't run from people realizing that I was a worshiper, like, you know, when I couldn't, when I couldn't run no more, like that, that's what it looked like. I would, you know, I, I, I enjoyed music and I, I tried to do the R&B thing and I tried to do the uh, jazz band thing and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I guess people just always saw the light. So it always brought me back to, okay, well, you still leave worship. You still, you know, honoring God. Like you don't even belong. I would go, I would go to some, some sets, like mm-hmm. some band sets and try to sing <laughs> R&B music. And they would be like, nah, you don't even, yeah, this ain't even your thing. <laughs> you sing in church, you sing in two churches. You, supposed to be singing, you know, so, you know, from a natural standpoint for me, it just always, um, it was just always home. Like worship just has always been, you know, the home for me. So. Yeah. Um, Similar to him, it was the same thing. I mean, outside of, I didn't have no choice to do no secular music. My people weren't having it. <laughs> <laughs> it just was not a thing. I remember one day, this is a side note. One day, me and my brothers, we was, <laughs> my brothers, you know, they both play. And so Kevin had learned how to play this Beyonce song. I'm not going to say the name because we don't promote that here. But <laughs> literally, he started playing it. And my mama walked, well, I knew the song and I loved the song. My mama walked by the room. When I say we got, talk to for an hour about our walk with God and how it just it wasn't where it was supposed to be <laughs> and that was enough for me to be like hey what happened yes <laughs> but no so I didn't really try to do the second music thing but I would say um my youth pastor he used to like literally force me to sing we used to have no singers in our youth services and like he would just have me and like maybe two or three other people come up and sing and I remember this one Sunday he made me sing here I am to worship and like when I say I've never experienced anything like that because prior to that I really was like I'm um, just go do this or go do that and, you know, make money. That's really what I, you know, as a young kid, you're like, oh, I, I want to do what I love. Of course, I want to make money. Like, that's what you know, you know. But anyway, I had never experienced, like, what I felt in that moment. And then to hear afterwards, like, kids who were my age come to me and be like, oh, my God. Like, it wasn't just, oh, my God, you can sing. Or, oh, my God, I had no clue. It was, oh, my God, like, I literally felt Jesus today. Or, oh, my God, like, I just. And so from that, like he said, I tried to run, but it was literally like every single time I would try to run, like God would literally place opportunities in my lap to be worship or to sing or to do whatever the case might be. And the testimonies out thereafter let me know, like, OK, God's hand is on my life to do this. And so whether or not you want to, like you're called to it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baby, I remember hearing you in, in chapel. I was like, this girl making me cry. Who is she? Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> and by that time, like, probably within, I think it was like that next week or so. That's when we ran into each other at the water fountain. But was, I was like, look at God. That is him. It's him. It's him. him. It's always him live. <laughs> He'd be having some things planned. You don't know nothing about. That's right. Are we talking about plans? Hmm. And I think I low-key touched on this, or you guys low-key touched on this, um, mm. but I just want to ask it just to be clear. Um, mm. How do you remain faithful to God's plan for your life when you don't know or can't see everything? Mm. Ooh, you're talking to us right now. <laughs> you in our neighborhood it's right true. now. It's true. It's true. Ah, man. Um, I believe God has ways of uh, sending you reminders mm-hmm. and specifically like when you get in those, in those weak times where you're getting a little weary and you, and 
the well doing don't feel so well. Mm-hmm. I think I believe I know that, you know, he sends he sends reminders, you know, by way of prophecy or mm-hmm. by time, your time you spend with him reading the word. Like I, I literally get it, you know, get encouraged by him just reminding me of what his word says about me, you know, so yeah. in short. I agree. I agree. Like he said, 100% God will literally send you signs to let you know, like, this is what I want for you to do. But to stay faithful to that is to know his character. Like the only way that you can fully commit is if you really know, you know, Mm -hmm. how he won't let you down with his plan. So like, you know, I know for a lot of us, we have a really, really hard time trusting because of experiences that we've had on earth or whatever. Like you might have had a dad that let you down. You know what I'm saying? You might have had a mom that, you know, you thought was going to come through in this way and they didn't, a friend, whatever. And to know God is to know that he, like the Bible says, he's not a man that he should lie. Mm -hmm. Neither is he the son of a man that should repent. Like the Bible also talks about like, anything that he sets out to like his word will not return back to him boy but he's going to accomplish that which he set it out to do you know like there's scripture after scripture after scripture lining up with the fact that like god is going to fulfill whatever it is that he's promised you in your life and that's a hard pill to swallow because we already knew that (laughs) but again you you got to know who you're dealing with like You know, when you know your dad and when you know what he's capable of doing, when you know his track record, it's easy to trust him. But if you don't know anything about God, again, now the Bible does also say, blessed are those that believe that have not seen. So maybe you haven't seen, you know, everything that you've read about in the Bible. But my push to you is to trust and know that, like, exactly who God was with Moses and Abraham and all these people. And every promise that he made to them is also yours. And oh, he's yeah. going to fulfill it in your life. And it might not look the same. The process is not going to feel good either. <laughs> but just know that he is going to work out, you know, his, his perfect plan in your life. And the glory that's coming after the trial and tribulation is nothing to be compared, like Paul said. Nothing to be compared to what you're experiencing right now. I have a quick question. This was not on my list, y'all. I told you it's going to flow. It's going to flow. So I know for a fact that most times when people see uh, worship leaders on stage, they automatically think, oh, their life is perfect or they have it all together. What will you tell people to let them know that is not true? Like, what would you tell them? <laughs> who are you <laughs> like literally what does your life look like because aren't you attempting to worship god every day with your life like yeah. I, you know that's that's something like me and you talked about this a lot in college you know about the struggle that i had with people just assuming like oh she's perfect or oh, she thinks she got together or uh-huh. she'll go through nothing and it's like i am just like you yeah, i just don't have to have a mic and sing god's praises if i got to tell my story now you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that would be a completely different thing because i'm not god like when you're singing god's praises i'm singing about his perfect his, his perfection yes. i don't get to talk about myself in worship and i should never like worship is not about me it's about him yeah. so i'm just saying like though i'm singing about god if you pull me off the stage pull us off the stage our stories, are, when I tell you, there's so many more things that we are more alike in than we are different. And yeah. so it's honestly, we are we are all the same. We are <laughs> sinners literally in the, the grace and the mercy of God. And it just so happens that we get to say all the good stuff about God that maybe, you know, you don't get to say as you're yeah. telling the testimony each and every day, if that makes sense. That's good. You want to touch on it, or she said it out? She said it out. Yes. All right, y'all. We're switching gears for a moment. Let's talk about this music. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, the recent single, Reach For It. Oh, my 
You said you said how do how does God let us know that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing? Is when it, we see people celebrating what we're yeah. doing, when we see people like touch that move yes. and make yeah, connecting the dots to yes. what we're doing. Yes. That's how that's that's the reminders that I'm talking about. That's like, right. When I see those videos, I'm literally reminded of it. Yes. Yes. I'm so happy for y'all. And I was like, thank you. Even last year when y'all did the live recording, I was like, these people. Yes. <laughs> and it's not and it's not even just the fact that okay y'all are my friends and that y'all sing but it's the fact that mm-hmm. literally when you sing like you feel every single word so y'all know i'll be boohoo crying i'm sure i'm not the only one who be boohoo crying because you can literally feel the presence of god of god in it does that make sense to y'all yeah. wow. so yes i just be like these people literally walking in a collar the Lord is not only blessing them, but they blessing people through them. And so that's really, that, that's like the biggest thing. And I don't think people understand that, that most times when you're doing what you're doing or when God has called you to do something, it's not for you. It's for other people. Yeah. Speak so, on it. Literally, speak on it, okay? Yeah, that's that's the the Everything you're saying is literally the answer to your question. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the single, Reach Forward. So we know the background of the single, Reach Forward. Well, I'm gonna let y'all tell it because everybody don't follow y'all on IG. So <laughs> give us the background of the single and then also what does it mean to you to reach forward? Okay. Okay, so it's 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 come from the um story of the, the lady with the issue of blood. And um if you don't know the story, basically it talks about how God came into the city and was doing miracles, signs, and wonders. And people, you know, were wondering, well, who is this man? Who is this person that's doing all these miracles, signs, and wonders? But there was a lady who had an issue of blood for 14 years, I believe. Well, 12 years. She had an issue of blood for 12 years. And so um, she heard about him coming into town and she had faith enough to believe that if she would just touch the hem of his garment, mm-hmm. if she would just, you know, have an interaction with him, and she can be made whole and she can be healed. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she fought her way through the crowd to get to him. And she finally pulled tugged on his garment. And when she tugged on his garment, he turned around and, and, and inquired about her. And that's when she received that healing because she had faith enough to believe that if I could just if I could just touch his garment, if mm-hmm. I could just, you know, have an encounter with him, I know I can be healed. Mm-hmm. And so uh, just relating that to to present day time, like reality, if we would just reach a little bit further for God, if we would just believe a little bit harder that God can do that thing, then, you know, he, he'll he make us whole, he'll heal us, he'll set us free, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever your issue is, you know, mm-hmm. I was so- <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I'm sensitive. <laughs> Look, you know, how it is. we embrace it. We embrace it. <laughs> Wow. Did you want to touch on a little bit what it means to you to reach for? I completely agree. You know, something I recently learned that has like made the song make even more sense to me mm-hmm. was um, how when she was reaching for his garment, they said the ephod that Jesus was wearing, the garment was literally the tassels of it. 
it had promises written in their, you know, native language. So like the, what she was literally reaching for was a promise. Like she wasn't just reaching for his garment. Like, yes, there's power. Like everything Jesus had on touch, whatever, like it had power. And so that's great. But also to know that like literally when she was reaching for him, she was reaching for a promise. Like she was holding fast to a promise. And so like he said, you know, it's not enough just to be like, okay, well, I'm gonna sing about this and I'm gonna hope for somebody else. But sometimes it's gonna come times in your life where it literally yeah. feels like all odds are stacked against you, where yeah. it literally feels like, you know, you're up with, you know, trial and tribulation on every side and you really have to reach for him. Like yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna come with a sacrifice. Like your, your day-to-day praying might not be enough. You're gonna have to fast. You know, you're, you're longing for God just to be like, okay, God do it and leave it out of your prayer closet or your worship space. That's not enough. Sometimes you have to press, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And reach for the promise of God. And even in your praying, like God might send you a promise to remind you like, remember when I said this 20 years ago? reach for that like so so that's what reaching for it truly means to me it's not about touching you know not just getting tangible things but sometimes like he said it's about having that encounter with god because sometimes what we need is not a tangible thing it's literally right. just to know that god you are near to me yeah. but reach for him because he's reaching back to you mm-hmm. reach for him yes that's so good so what's one thing you're reaching for in this season my god Reaching for clarity, I can say that. Yeah, clarity. That, was, that, was, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> clarity, because I just, you know, we were just talking about it. I don't have all the answers to seasons to come, and I just want to be in the will of stay in the will of God, you know. And so, it, it really is, I'm reaching for clarity, and um, I know where He's taking, you know, what I'm saying, I know where He's taking me, it's just the process. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. So, I'll be if I had to sum it up in one word, I would say looking uh, for wisdom mm-hmm. in these seasons to come, like the current season and seasons to come. You know, just wisdom and guidance. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, so you guys just announced that you're at least. Gary, <laughs> it's for PSA. It's the fact that I was all on key and I knew it though. Right. It's the fact that you know it though, Lala. That's all that matters. It's always, it's always <laughs> Let yeah. me tell y'all, like, y'all, I'm not telling no stuff. I'm going to find the house. It's PS. Then I'm trying to hear Henry's. This is your. <laughs> Wow, but it's okay because I'm enjoying it. That's right. I'm glad you like this. Yeah, it was so good. I was like, that man better see. Oh, man. <laughs> no, it was so good. It was so good. But what are your emotions right now? But announcing the release date, knowing that it's coming, like, what's your emotions like? I'm so nervous, like <laughs> excited. I, I'm definitely excited because it's been a long year, a, mm-hmm. a hard year, but I'm so nervous. Like, I don't even know why I'm nervous. I'm just nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Same. Like, we're excited because we know it's time. Like he said, it's been a year since we literally, it'll be a year today. We recorded on April 30th. We'll be, we'll be releasing it on April 29th. That was not our intention. Not we were all. hoping to have it out within two to three months. And God just wouldn't allow things to fall the way we wanted it to. Yeah. So I'm ready. I'm not going to lie. I, I think I'm more on the ready side yeah. <laughs> than nervous, but I am nervous because it's like, you know, you just, you want people to be able to connect. You want people to relate. You want people to be blessed. So how would you describe it? I'm sorry. Ooh, uh, complex. Mm. 
Diverse. Diverse, yeah. Uh, I believe it's impactful. Yes. I believe so, too. I believe so, too. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. Yeah, honestly, it really was, you know, just to talk a little bit about PSA, Mm -hmm. the whole goal was, as we were writing, we just noticed that these songs were, like, declarative songs. Like, they Mm -hmm. were announcing something. It wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't a, well, maybe you should. It was a, you know, you got reach for it. You got the rock, like, literally declaring, like, these strong statements. So we're like, hmm, like, God, what is, like, what is this? And, like, funny enough, we got to that song, uh, PSA, and it was actually something he wrote, like, years ago. And we were like, you know what? Like, that's it. This is literally, this album is a public service announcement to the world. We are because he is, you know? And so no matter what you face in life, be reminded that you are because of knowing who he is. Like, you know who you are. Your identity makes sense because of who his identity is and what his character is. So really the whole album is about encouraging you about who God is. Let me just let you know some, some things you know about God. But then while we talk about him, be encouraged because exactly who he is, is like, like the Bible says that we are image bearers of him. Yeah. Yeah. So not saying that we are like, we're not, we're not the healing, but we have healing power in our hands, right? Like we're not the rock, but we literally are in relationship with the rock, yeah. which is why we are able to be strong and stable in him. So. It's just y'all not gave me a whole word on somebody. <laughs> glory to God, glory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we also know that you both just recently celebrated birthday. Yeah. Y'all feel old, girl. I don't know what I feel. <laughs> I've been feeling old for a while, so. <laughs> Are you like thirty? No. <laughs> Perfect, just, wow. <laughs> That's what we're doing on okay. No, no, I'm actually 27. I act like I'm 67, but I'm actually I'm 27. That's why you it's, said that lot of truth. It's man. okay though, because I can't talk about you. Oh man, I love my friend. You get wiser though. You get yep. wiser. That's right. We received it. I'll take it. <laughs> So with you guys just celebrating birthdays and coming to a whole new year of life, what's one word to describe this upcoming season or upcoming year of your lives individually and as a unit? Ooh. And this is your life. <laughs> yeah, this is an intense question. I'm ready to pull it out of us tonight. <laughs> um, I can go first. I have, I have mine. So I would say choices is a word mm-hmm. and um stretching mm. you want to elaborate so choices because um i feel like <laughs> i feel like god is putting me in in some positions where i have to um choose this or that like even in regards to career paths and um plans for the future and things like that like I think every all of the steps to come are going to be based around me making choices mm-hmm. in this season, mm-hmm. and so um, just be. I, I know I need to be more need to be mindful about the choices and be bold about the choices that I make mm-hmm. um, in this season. And then stretching because after I make those choices, I I know that I'm going to be stretched to like withstand everything that comes along with the choices that I yeah. Have. Yeah. You ready? it's okay think about it think about it well I think I got one so overwhelming but like in good ways and you know 
really, you know, the idea of like something overwhelming you, it's like, it's kind of just, it's overflowing, you know? Yes. So in good ways, it's been overwhelming because it's like, wow, like God is really doing some of the things that he's been promised, you know? It's like, I'm seeing the fruit finally, Mm -hmm. but then I'm also, it's overwhelming because like he said, I'm also having to get me together. Like Mm -hmm. God is overwhelming me with who I really am and what things I got to grow and mature in. And so, yeah, with this next year, I can really sense that it's going to be a year of, Henry said it best, stretching and just really (laughs) being like formed into, you know, who God really wants me to be, you know, and not saying there's going to be this like, oh, I'm just going to be made perfect in year 25. Like, no, I'm just like, I can see some of the necessary shaping that needs to happen is going to happen this year. Yes. So we're stretching like the unit word. Yes. Yeah, this has been a great time. I'm not trying to yes, hurt y'all. This has been a great time. I thank y'all so much for doing this. You guys have yes, really blessed you. me tonight. When I tell you all that, I really mean it, okay? Listen. I get to sit in the presence of people like y'all all the time. And so when sure. I do, I really just, you know, soak it all up, soak it all up. Y'all are some of the most amazing people I know, some of the most anointed people I know, some of the most authentic people I know. And so, literally, when I tell y'all I love y'all, I love y'all so, so much. Okay. Oh, yeah. Can, can okay. I take a moment real quick just to talk to my friend? Mm-hmm. What you're doing this ministry, because yeah. it is a ministry, is huge. Yeah. Speak free. Like, literally, that that name in and of itself is going to take you a long way. Don't make me cry. Stop, y'all. No, I'm serious. Like, y'all who are listening, embrace this host and embrace what God is doing in this host. This host is going somewhere to the glory of God. Oh, yeah. Going yeah. somewhere to the glory of God. And we are honored to be connected. So thank you for having us. Reach for it, Lala. Yes. Reach. All right. You know, you know who I am. I'm not tonight. Um, so where can the people find y'all? How can they keep up with y'all? Um, anything other than the album that we can look forward to? Free, a, free, a little smile tour or something? Yes. We're speaking into existence. Yes. <laughs> but on Instagram, you can connect with us at Henry, H-E-N-R-Y and A-N-D, Kiara, K-I-E-R-R-A dot music. That's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, it's Kiara, mm-hmm. it's Henry <laughs> and signed and signed. Kiara. Harris music. Harris music. Yeah, so Henry and son, Kiara Harris music. Henry and Kiara Harris music on Facebook. And Spotify and iTunes, of course, to go get the single reach for it and all the other stuff that's coming out. <laughs> um, essentially, you can find us at Henry and son, Kiara Harris. Henry and Kiara Harris. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, it's a lot of fumbling, but we try to get it together. <laughs> Henry and Kiara Harris, but with the and sign. Um, and as far as release dates and things, so you can pre-order the album PSA, The Live Experience, mm-hmm. on April 18th, which is <laughs> that did come quick. So April 18th, and then you can buy the whole album um, if you have not pre-ordered it yet um, on April 29th. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And we have some cool things coming about on that date. So be looking out, not just for the album on April 29th, but we'll be announcing something via Facebook and Instagram about 29th as well. Yes. So make sure they follow you. Yes, make sure y'all follow. That's right. Follow us and follow. keep up with us. Yes. yes. Don't forget to repost when y'all when y'all listen to this repost. Yes. 
connect with us like talk with yes. us too we, we like to engage and talk and get to know people and yes. make friends so okay. definitely reach out if y'all have questions mm-hmm. concerns need prayer mm-hmm. need connection need a word from god just just reach out yep and tell us such great people <laughs> <laughs> Whew, yeah i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode Y'all, when I tell y'all, they are such amazing people. Like, literally, if you don't know them, get to know them. Like they said, they 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 want to be interactive with um you all. So, um, follow them on their social media. Get to know them. Um, support them. Don't forget to pre-order the album April eighteenth, and then um it'll be available everywhere um april 29th so y'all go and support those people of god um they're doing amazing things and i cannot wait to see what else they do for the kingdom of god um don't forget to like and share this episode with someone who may need to hear anything that was said um and let's not forget to keep speaking free I love y'all.